Check, check, bang, bang, bitch. Hey, everybody. It's the Herald and Modcast. It's our weekly recap and review of The Leftovers Season 3. Yeah, The Leftovers has one episode left in season in the final season, three. That's it. And uh, on Sunday night aired uh, episode seven, The Most Powerful Man in the World and His Identical Twin Brother. Yeah. This is another journey into the mind or alternative universe of Kevin Harvey, is what they call him in the world. Yeah, in the hotel world. Hotel or world or whatever, the Debbie Levin world. Instead of Garvey. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so when last we met them, uh, Kevin was... Lori drugged everyone and took off, and uh, they woke up to find him drowning himself in the pond and then they stop him for some reason it's his father and Lindsay, the the woman grace and john and his son michael because uh he's drowning himself but they wanted to talk to him before he did it well and then he's like i thought you wanted me to do it and then his dad was like well i thought we'd do it together and blah, 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 or something like that but he finally they let him go and he does go back into this world yeah and he's on the beach and in the middle of nowhere and there's some guy who's going to kill him, some Russian guy out of nowhere. And then out of nowhere, this other guy comes from a parachute and shoots the Russian guy in the head. And it's the freaking dog shoot, dog killer guy. That that his son killed, yeah. Yeah, that his son killed in the first episode. Yeah, this episode is filled with people who were killed in, throughout the series. Right. Totally. And... Uh, So, uh, I mean, we'll get into like who else that they bump into, but mm-hmm. it's pretty powerful episode. Definitely. It's, you know, it's classic leftovers. All kinds of shit happens that you're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, it's fun to go into that weird world and see sort of like David Lynch movie, like what what they're telling you without telling you kind of thing. Yeah. And so he immediately gets taken to this little hut that is his home, and it goes into this weird spin of him him looking at a reflection in anything, sends him to a different place, which we find out is his identical twin brother who's the president of the world or whatever he of is. the world or of America, and he's also like the leader of the white shirts or the yeah, white Yeah, the grateful clan. remnant who became yeah. the leading power, the leading party, I guess. Yeah, and this alternate universe and so yeah if he looks into reflections he becomes his brother and then if he looks back he becomes uh sort of himself the assassin so there's the assassin kevin and the uh president kevin and he's his the assassin's assigned to kill the president so that's our first sort of like ball dropper sort of thing yeah we're like oh you're gonna go kill yourself and and right you know they're only differentiated by beard not beard assassin no beard president beard and white suit white all white suit yeah but he quickly meets he meets evie well he's in melbourne and he sees the children first yeah his the woman's children who disappeared during the departure but did not in fact depart so i don't know i don't think he's actually in some sort of alternative departure world when he leaves you know right because the kids didn't depart but they were there and, uh, well, they died, so he's in like a heaven or a purgatory or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that, but it's not the departure world. Right. 
But they don't have any shoes on, which is, she kept asking where their shoes, why don't they have shoes? They found them with no shoes. And And then he asked them and they basically were just like, why does it matter? Yeah. So you don't really (laughs) get an answer, which is uh, unfortunate. Um, And then, uh, then Evie comes as a demonstrator and sort of breaks up this press conference he's having in Melbourne, Australia. And he's reading from a, you know, a tele, whatever, prompter and. That's when Evie comes in and starts saying, like, down with miniskirts, up with penises. <laughs> That's not something. what she says. She said something like that. She's, like, now on the other side. She's, like, protesting the grateful remnants. And, and yep. he takes her into the limo and talks to her and tries to give her the message from the father. Mm-hmm. And uh, she immediately, she thinks she's alive and that her father and everyone else were killed by the drone By strike. the drone, which is weird. So he, she has, like, an opposite... Uh, experience with what really happened what really happened unquote yeah in you know the normal plane of existence where she is ex- you know exploded and Liv Tyler's exploded and but then she's like no I'm protesting you because your people blew up my family with a drone strike and and he was like John says he loves you or something like that and she's like you fuck you like that and yeah. then he starts like puking out water and that's usually that's the sign that he's sort of like changing back over yeah into, he's coming back to reality yeah and uh, he was like why'd you pull me out and it looked like it was starting to be a flood and so they had to like wake him up and get him back inside and then he goes back in again in the in the bathtub of the Australian lady's house yeah and he ends up back um, as president, I think. Yeah, and he's in front of the secure door because he has to. There's a nuclear attack. They've they're planning. They're, on, they're planning because apparently, supposedly, somebody's unauthorized. You know, put a well, strike on, and they no, have to like counter strike. Ukrainian separatists hijack some sort of uh, nuclear submarine. Go figure. Because that also happened. That also happened with the French submarine, and they're threatening to like launch all of the, uh, um, you know, warheads off the submarine, and so now the Americans are going to respond by launching their nuclear warheads or something like that, and so he has to go to this like safe bunker. And he has to scan his face and his fucking dick. Yeah, because his unique biometrics. Right. And and, and he also has to... And the guy who's his right-hand security guy is the guy who... Who's Kevin the sheriff. Yeah. The Australian. Grace killed... With the with the seesaw into the water, yeah. She so he's there too. That was interesting. Yeah, that was funny. Well, and also he's been given an earpiece by the dog guy to like listen to Mission Control, who happens to be the guy the Australian. from the f- last season's weird purgatory episode in the in the karaoke bar, right? Who told him to sing Homeward Bound, and then who also is the guy who plays God on the boat in this season except he has a beard yeah with the crazy sex sex boat boat. yeah and the the guy that gets eaten by the lion is also there on the microphone but he was there before uh when kevin sings at the karaoke bar so that's like when he died the first time i guess because he comes back and thinks he's god and he's quickly killed in that episode so it's funny that he's there too and he's yeah. also there twice. Like. I, I didn't spot that. You spotted that. I remember when yeah. I first saw it, I didn't even spot that. 
Right, yeah, I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's the guy, and I didn't realize it, like, when I saw the episode on the boat, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, that's the guy from the sixth season, it took me seeing a little, because they do a little flashbacks of Kevin at the karaoke yeah. bar, and I'm like, oh, that, because he has no beard, the right. God guy, and I'm like, that's the fucking God guy, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, and now he's in this episode, too, and it's like, oh, so they had that guy come back from the second season to be in the third season for one episode, Yeah, which is kind of funny, because... There's a reason for that. Well, because... The whole story, the guys, that guy's background story is that he went rock climbing and died and then came back to life when the people came to like get his body or something. Right. So it very well could have been that he did die because he was there where Kevin was in the purgatory place. But he's somehow sort of in charge of something or he's like a counter. He's like, he works for the assassin group. Like he's the one that is telling the assassin Kevin like what plays to make to kill his brother before he launches the codes, you know? Yeah. And so Kevin goes in, Beard Kevin, President Kevin goes in, and, uh, of course, the the Secretary of Defense is uh, Patty Levin. Yeah, which they ask him these three questions he has to answer, and one of them is, who's your Secretary of Defense? And he pauses, and then he says, Patty Levin, and it's pretty hilarious. She, of course, was the leader of the Grateful Remnant that he... Killed in the other purgatory. Yeah, in the other purgatory, and she witnessed her killing herself in real life, and then burying her. Yeah, so that was not... A mistake, yeah. No, and that was not surprising that they brought her back and... No, and she does a great job. And um And Dowd, what an amazing actress yeah, she is. Yeah, she's awesome. And then uh so they're in the sort of uh what do they call it, situation room or whatever. And uh his vice president is Liv Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> and she's in all white. Yeah. And she's telling Le Patty Levin that she's being fed bad information about the uh hijacking of the uh submarine. Right. She's like, nah, nobody feeds me. I feed people. I have the information. And so she was really looking to launch the nukes. And then she says, yeah, we're going to destroy the world and everybody in it. That's what we're doing. Because we're going to launch our nukes and then Russia's going to launch their nukes and then everyone will be dead. And yeah, so- and she gives this great you know, monologue about how the people, that's what they really want. They don't want to you know, wake up tomorrow and find out nothing happened on the anniversary. And Oh, yeah, and it's the anniversary there, too. Yeah. Which is interesting. I kind of want to go back and watch that episode from season second, the second season when he goes into that world, Mm -hmm. because I want to find out if there's any little Easter eggs there for that God guy, because now I'm really confused. more information. Yeah. Yeah, because there's one episode left, and there's a lot of unanswered questions, and just from watching the clips of next week, it's like, I don't don't know if they're going to answer, like, all of them. You know, I doubt it. Maybe they will. I mean, it's called the Book of Nora. Yeah, right. And they talk about that in this episode. Basically, uh, Kevin, the assassin, gets into the uh, the bunker with you know, and he's in there. And then he gets into the communications room, and he contacts Christopher Sunday because that was a part of his plan. Was uh, his dad wanted him to talk to the now deceased Christopher Sunday and get his like aboriginal song rain song or whatever it was to learn it so they can stop the flood but he is now the prime minister of australia right. in this world in this which world. is very funny yeah so funny and so he basically kicks out the communications officer guy and talks to christopher sunday in private and he's like i need your song and he's like do you really believe that my song will save the world from a flood and Kevin was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, so why do you want it so bad? And I can't remember how it ended, but 
Oh, I think they came in on the the they bre- they came in like other guards came in to stop yeah. Kevin and he ends up like killing them. Well, because as it turns out, the identical twin has a key to the launch codes in his heart. Yeah. It's a vo- he's a volunteer. Yeah. And the only way to launch those codes is to pull it out of his heart and kill a man. Uh, you know, that was actually like talked about, I guess, in go- real government and American government to have some volunteer have the key implanted into their body. Really? Yeah, that's right. I read this, and I read this before I saw this episode, and I thought it was ridiculous. And they never did it, but it was just the thing of, like, if the president's going to do it, he has to realize that, like, someone will die, because so many people will die uh-huh. if he does it, that he has to, like, face a single person and watch them die Whoa. to get the key kind of thing. Yeah, to launch the code, because it's in a volunteer. And that yeah. volunteer could live their whole life and never be called upon, or, or they would be dead they would be killed to like launch the nuclear yikes weapons yeah i know and so it's funny that they used that because that was an actual sort of discussion apparently in the 60s or in the cold war wow yeah for real so i found that pretty fascinating that is they weaved that into this and made it uh you know gave it a whole other level of dimension by having it be his own self right and before he gets into the situation where he bumps into Liv Tyler. Yeah. And she says that she fell in love with a guy named God. Yeah. Which and is the, really, the guy. The way she says it's so funny too. She's He's like, oh yeah, who's that? And he's like, his name is God. And yes. he's just sort of like, it's ridiculous. And the way Justin Thoreau plays the part so well, he just his reaction is hilarious. Yeah, and, he's pretty awesome. Yeah, everyone's awesome in this. And there's another layer to this that uh, the, the, the very beginning of this episode starts with a flashback of him, Kevin, and Nora in a bathtub talking mm-hmm. about how they want to be buried. Like, she wants to be cremated, and he says he wants to be stuffed. And, stuffed, right. And Lily's still with them at the time, and they hear the baby monitor. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he drowns. Then he goes into the water, and that's where he you see him in the pond. Yeah. But there's a theme throughout it, which is him trying to reconcile leaving Nora. And by the end of the episode, he realizes he fucked up. Well, that's what he says. Yeah. He says, like, to himself, like, <laughs> we fucked up with Nora. Because what happens is he kills Liv Tyler, just shoots her right in the chest, which is kind of funny and, yeah. like, unexplained. I guess he just... Because it seemed like she was on his side, but... She he, was, kind of. He's, like, just killing... He's going to kill everyone in this because he already realizes it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so and, he just shot her right, yeah. right after they had their little conversation. And then he gets in and he starts talking to second Kevin and, and Patty... That's a great scene too, where there the three of them are talking and trying to determine whether or not to take the key and do the launch and and yeah and he doesn't want he's like no you're not taking it from me and then the other Kevin's like yeah I'm not cutting him open and getting it that's ridiculous and they're arguing and Patty has them read the book and after he reads like a passage from the book he wrote because there's also that book but in the in the this world he wrote it himself the assassin Kevin. Right. Because he's writing it in that little hut on the beach. So but they then show Patty it. says that he was writing a book, President Kevin. So it's like they're both yeah, of their books. Yeah, it's very confusing. Well, it's like super David Lynchy. Like, yeah. I guess it's both their books or it's neither of their books or they were writing the same book at the same time or it's really just one Kevin and he's dealing with himself. So there's not really two Kevins. Yeah. Because it ends up with him agreeing to cut him like he's like yeah just cut get it out cut me open go ahead well because he does it because he says let's blow this world up so nobody has to come back to it like, yeah so we can't come back to it again yeah, yeah. He's like i don't i don't ever want to come back here kind of thing which is pretty cool 
And so, yeah, that's when they decide. He's cutting them open, and he pulls out the key, and they launch the uh, the missiles, and him and Patty go and stand out and watch them sort of rise up into the sky and then come crashing down and just vaporize everything. Well, the scene where they cut open the, the cart is is actually is gross and hilarious but brilliant because they play um the beach boys god only knows right and that that music if you know the song like that music as he's starting to walk over and cut up is it's so leftovers it's so yeah, perfect it's funny man you yeah, know it's cool and uh just the whole way they end it too i mean they, there's always these connecting the dots things that you have to think about you almost have to watch it several times Mm -hmm. to get everything that's happening but there was a book in real life being written about him and so they weave that into this world you know it's almost Mm -hmm. like our dreams there's stuff that is happening in reality that seeps into our dreams so you you, it's like you don't know it's like is this dreams that he's going into or is it really purgatory in some other alternate universe yeah heaven whatever you know yeah, it's hard to tell. You still don't really know where he is or if it even has any real significance in reality when he comes back. Maybe he's just a guy that can like survive for a long time for being drowning, drowned or poisoned. Doesn't mean he has any real special gifts. He's just able to come back. Yeah. Doesn't mean he really goes anywhere. It could just be his dream world in his own mind. That's you true. Know, it doesn't mean couldn't be could be nothing. Yeah. He just comes back and you know all these things that are in the dream world are like our own dreams right like there's the book and there's people that he knows and yeah they're, but they're different characters and they don't know him and they don't recognize him or if they do it's because he's the president or you know it's it's weird yeah it's, it's bizarre it, you're right about lynch it is very it's very twin peaksy it's super twin you know and it's funny because the way they've been billing the return of twin peaks is before thrones before walking dead before they're basically billing it as the 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 father of all of these shows, of these yeah, sort fan, of. but that's fan. that's their marketing pitch. Yeah, it is though. We were before all of this, and yeah. we were the bizarre ones that everyone latched onto, like we're latching onto things now. That's true, and that's true. There was nothing. I mean, I can say because I saw it when it first came out, and I was obsessed with it, and it was not. There was nothing else like it. Yeah, people became obsessed with who killed Laura Palmer, man. Yeah, that was be, did become an Became obsession. A national, like who shot Jr. kind of thing. Yeah, even more so. More so, yeah, sure. Yeah, so it it does have that element. I mean, the, the episode ends with him and his father sitting on the roof because the the father went up during a big rainstorm, and and we're I feel us weaving back to that first episode of the season where they started at the church, which seems like is the church in her backyard. Yeah, very well. Yeah, it does seem like that. Because he wakes up with likely. the sheet over himself, and he's in that church, and Michael and John are, are sleeping there, because the father thought he died, and so put a sheet over him and put him in the church. Well, and he also thought then that, that the rains were going to stop, so he climbed up to the roof, because he thought that there was the flood, the great flood, so he thought he'd be safer on the roof, at least for a, a little bit, but then the rain stopped. I mean, right. It wasn't raining when Kevin came, too. So that's sort of a sign that, you know, the world hasn't ended. Yet. Right. But they also, that was also in that first episode, they were all standing on the roof. Yep, they were. So, uh, I don't know. I'm very excited to see how they tie this all in. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it looks like in the next episode, Nora's going to actually take that trip. And Yeah. If you remember in the first episode, we see this woman named Sarah, who's Nora as an old woman. 
and she's like going to a church with a bunch of pigeons. The carrier pigeons yeah. little messages, and then she takes the messages and just throws them out. And then she's asked by some lady, like, do you know someone named Kevin? And then it cuts to her, and it's like old Nora, and she just says no. And you're like, oh, who, who the fuck, what the fuck is this? Yeah, so uh, I, I, I suspect, but I hate to suspect anything with this show, but it sort of looks like maybe she does go somewhere. Yeah. Maybe she goes into a future alternate universe. Yeah, or where the departed went. Maybe we do find out that they did depart to a different place, and they're not just in space or just you know nullified or you know to particles or whatever maybe they go to a different time yeah maybe a different the era future or the something future, yeah in the past or future yeah because she's older yeah that's curious and we have one episode to figure all that out so i hope they do it ju- i don't know if it's a long episode or not like a 90 minute episode yeah that would be cool that would be cool it seems like they could give us a lot for this last episode there's a lot to cover yeah, I don't know how they actually are going to cover it in one hour. And no, I don't know. And and as because you know Damon Lindelof is was a creative lost, and there's a lot of speculation over whether he's going to pull a lost ending, which everyone was very unsatisfied by. Right, I never saw lost any of it, but I remember the backlash from the uh, season finale or series finale. Yeah. And uh, I remember not giving a fuck, <laughs> not caring at all. Didn't affect me at all. Never saw it. Well. I'd I'd give this uh, episode high marks for sure. It's uh, it was yeah. really entertaining in the way that the leftovers only can be, and Justin Thoreau's performance is quite yeah, he's good. Brilliant, yeah, yeah he's, he's so good. Pretty fucking solid, man. Yeah, it's fun to watch him act, and the show is just a perfect vehicle for him. And uh, to have that background on Mulholland Drive and haven't been in David Lynch movie. It's pretty cool to yeah. see him in this now because it's very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, we're going to do a tribute to him, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and as always, you can go to our website, thehmcnetwork.com, for uh, more episodes uh, reviewing The Leftovers and other films and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, lots of summer movies coming up. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,